welcome to the Human Size Leader Podcast, where we discuss the human side of leadership. I'm Zach. And I'm Crystal. And today we're going to talk about what it looks like to be human-sized. Yeah, we probably should do that since that's the name of our podcast, right, Crystal? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That would be good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) So let's, I mean, just to be frank, I think we all, we often as humans attempt to not be human size. Um, I don't like boundaries. I wish I had like an infinite amount of energy, and, mm-hmm. for example, and other things, but you know, proper leadership is being human sized and no matter what the situation. Yeah. Realizing your capacity, what you have control over, what are problems that are beyond what you can shrink down and fix in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So Crystal and I were just um, at a retreat in Colorado with Capable Life, finishing up our training as coaches. Mm -hmm. Um, And we had this room of, what was it, 30 people? Was that about right? Yeah, pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So about 30 people. And we were talking about how we show up in a room. And for me, in a room like that, uh, with very smart, um, incredible people, I shrink back. So I go from Mm -hmm. a normal human and I become smaller in a group. Um, That's my natural tendency. Yeah. And sometimes with anxiety and I go both ways, depending on the room and the situation, you know, sometimes when there's that stress, I might tend to go bigger, like talk more, you know, even physically making myself bigger. But I also go smaller too, especially when I I feel like I'm going to be too much. Mine's kind of like a reaction to feeling like I'm going to be mm-hmm. too much, and so I I definitely shrink down to being too little, um, in in group rooms like that. Yeah, and and let's be clear, like I think we as we discussed in that room, like when we're making an intentional decision to be bigger or smaller, that's fine. Like that's there's moments that we need to do that, right? Um, mm-hmm. you, but often we have a natural tendency without thinking anxiety takes over. Um, yeah. and so one of the thoughts I believed in the room was, um, and I shared this with the room later in the day was that I had nothing of value to add. And so therefore mm-hmm. I went quiet um, yeah. and I had things I wanted to say. So that's how you can tell if you're becoming smaller, you have things you want to say and that inner voice starts um, saying that, that Armageddon will happen if you speak up. Uh, those are yeah. those are examples of neat, of becoming smaller in the room due to anxiety. Right. Yeah, and through the work at the retreat, we did a bunch of things during the retreat, learning coaching tools for Capable Life. If you want to check out Capable Life, we'll put it in the notes um, to what we're talking about. But when, when I realized working through some of the stuff is one thing that I was struggling with, and I was sharing it with these smart people, as you said, and aware people, how... Um, I feel like if I show up completely that I'm too much because of my personality, because I tend to be a quick speaker thinker and I, I'm more of a fight than a flight kind of person. I want to, you know, I want to have a conversation, wrestle with the problem right there openly, which can be a good thing. But I've found that, um, 
I felt like my inner voice has told me that's destructive. Sometimes, honestly, the thing is, is it has been destructive in an unhealthy situation when I haven't been in healthy space myself. But what was interesting in that room when I was like going through these tools with the different coaches, like they're like, you are not showing up like that at all. And it's true, like, because I was so self-conscious about it. So I think it's a different route than why you were not showing up, you know, fully. But like, I had this, I, um, lie in my inner voice was telling me that you're, you're going to destroy things if you're fully yourself. Mm. Like, and it took people with similar personalities, um, working through a process as I was sharing that to kind of have the, there's their aggressive personality in a kind and healthy way saying that's, you know, that's not true. And kind of helping me realize that, which was fascinating. Cause like I've worked so hard to control, um, being too much, but then realizing that who I am in a healthy space is not too much when it's who I am, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes total sense. And I do the same thing. I show it just depends on the room, right? Yeah. We have, like you just said, we have totally different reasons. So like I have um, a very loud inner critic, like that is that I'm not enough or I'm not the right person to say something. And in those moments, I get small. But when mm-hmm. I'm in a leadership position, so like same room, let's just say, but I was the leader in charge, my temptation is to become bigger mm-hmm. than human size. Like, and it's like that inner dialogue of this is what a leader is, right? And yeah. so with all of these things, there's a, there's a, in fact, even when the too much, like you'll hurt people, Crystal, like I was hearing in your inner critic, right? And mine, like, there is some truth things to listen to, right. but our but but our mind, our heart, it it over exaggerates those things mm-hmm. into an unhealthy in, into an unhealthy level that sh- shuts you down. For example, right, and there's that shadow of that idea that if you show up imperfectly, which is that you know when you show up too big or too small and it does something wrong, like that that you have to be more than human, that you have to be perfect. So the reality is, if you right. show up in a room you're probably going to be imperfect. <laughs> you know, you, there's yeah. a good chance that at some point, like with me, I'll, I'll give a personal example. Like if something hits me and I'm not um, always managing myself correctly, which I'm not. And sometimes something will just, an arrow will get in there, shoot me and I will hear something a certain way and I will go into defense mode. Yeah. You know, again, you use the word Armageddon. That's not Armageddon. That in itself is me being human sized. Do I have to, if I want to be healthy, acknowledge that? Do I need to reflect and say, that's not who how I want to react to that. Yes, that would be the healthy thing, but that doesn't mean I'm always going to be perfect in that, but I can have a healthy perspective and continue to move towards health um, despite the the missteps that will happen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And in that room, like my inner dialogue, I had nothing of value to add. Like part of that was, Hey, there, there is a reality. These are, these are good people, right? These are intelligent people. These are people that are working on themselves. Like these are people I want to impress. Mm-hmm. And therefore I'm going to say nothing. Like it's that same thing. When, if I speak up, I might say something really dumb. In fact, as a verbal processor, I say a lot of dumb things. And don't <laughs> amen that crystal. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there is a reality, but that, that, um, that fear caused me to be so self-focused for a while that I wasn't Mm -hmm. even fully present in the room. Yeah. Well, let's talk about too, the other, 
another aspect that when you show up too big out of the anxiety and, and a, a way that really makes sense to me to explain this is like too, when you try to fix everything, when you try to get, you know, let's, let's take over and let's quantify everything. And the concept is I've heard that really makes sense is human sizing the problem. Like let's, let's diminish yeah. all the feelings and the complexity around this problem we're dealing with and aggressively like find a solution, you know, without going through the whole process or hearing out the people in the room. I feel like that's probably an example of becoming big and yeah. um, doing human size the wrong way, not being human sized. But ironically, trying to often that is part of that is trying to human size a problem, I think. <laughs> so, oh, totally. Like, yeah, we were talking before we hit record that like holding people with an open hand and mm -hmm. like, hey, that's up to them and God, not me. And like, on one sense, that's freeing. But on another sense, that can overwhelm me, um, mm -hmm. especially when I care for someone or I'm leading them. Yeah. And I want to shrink down or I notice. I get larger. How I can feel in my leadership when I do that is I'm trying to control. Um, mm -hmm. And so, like, if you and I are having a conversation and I'm I'm leading you and I'm wanting you to go in a certain direction and mm -hmm. I don't feel like you're hearing me to go with me, like, that's where I can show up really big and go to controller. And it really it really ends fantastically for me. Um, but, right. But, but, you know, that happens a lot. It happens a lot in dynamics that people don't recognize that that's what's happening. Like whether you're on the end of where you're being pushed along, like when I'm talking about leadership situations, you know, because yeah. there's agendas, there's tasks, there's, we got to fix the problem. It's often more task oriented sure. than relationship, but then we skip a lot of the work to do it in a healthy way where everybody's actually going to be um, fully <laughs> present on the other side instead of just being pushed or, you know, whatever you would call that when you get there in the not completely healthy track yeah for sure <laughs> for sure like and as a visionary that's one of the things at a leader right you have vision uh, mm -hmm. where there is no vision that people perish i mean like yeah. as a leader you need we need vision and what can happen is like as a visionary and i'm trying to move my team from here to there that becomes the goal and that's when i show up bigger right yeah. But when the goal is, I'm going to care for these people first, hear mm -hmm. what they have to say first, and if I'm actually getting a better idea of where here really is, when I can right. reframe it in that way, th that helps me to shrink myself back to human size. Uh, yeah. But when the vision and the here to there is all my all I'm focusing on and not the person, it's just like, just shut up and do what I'm saying you to do. Um, right. Surprisingly, does not end well. Which I think this is really doesn't make fully sense unless we bring in those ideas of differentiation, which mm. uh, is the the healthy space of orientation to people. And then the unhealthy would be enmeshment and detachment. I say that because, you know, in that ability to have uh, the room open and, sh and let people be present and let them work through with you, you also have to make sure not to enmesh. It doesn't mean you have to um, mold the direction to people's feelings, right? Because um, that's not reasonable in a lot of situations, but you can, you know, figure out how they, they can have a healthy perspective of it, or at least you can understand where they're at so they can join where, where they can, but you also can't, what you just said was detachment. We're like, you know, this is where we're going too bad. Get off the bus. Right. So like, this is all very, like, we can't get exactly right all the time. This is 
you know, things that we have to work in ebb and flow. But I just think that to be in human size, that differentiation is really so important to even accomplish living in that in a healthy way. Yeah. Yeah. And just to reiterate just what those are, like, so enmeshment is your well-being is caught up in another's. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Saying that Steve Cust used, and I think. If mom ain't happy, it, no one ain't happy. <laughs> yep. 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 And mom ain't happy, nobody happy. And you appear to lose yourself into another. Like, that's enmeshment, mm-hmm. right? You're losing. Yeah. And detachment, like we talked about. It, But it's you see yourself as above it all but you're not emotionally able to enter into intimacy. And like, as a leader, like those are our two, two places we can err um, in enmeshment or detachment. And like, for me, what I often do is I enmesh, right? My well-being is trapped up in another of those I'm leading until I'm done. And then I move to detachment uh-huh. and I'm above it all. And so you can see that happening. Like I was talking about in the here to there, it actually, I'm not differentiated, like standing alone, like someone not liking where I'm going as a leader, for uh-huh. example. And the proper answer would be to like, listen to them, be present with their struggle, but still go like, this is where we're going. Um, but often I get enmeshed in it with them, right? So my well-being's wrapped up. They don't like where I'm going. And then I get frustrated and I detach because I want them to want to go with me. And, yeah. Right. And where I'm going. And so, which is that's a fool's errand. <laughs> yes. Fool's errand. And that's where I become not human size. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I think this concept of like, we're talking about this as the name of our podcast, being human size, it's kind of an abstract thing. You know, we're, we're talking around, like, of course, human size physically, we're all human size, beautiful in yeah. every way. Um, but like, what we're talking about is human size really is just managing yourself well and having a, a healthy orientation to what your responsibility to the other is. Um, and, you know, having that healthy space of differentiation between you and the other. And I would say like that human, like human sizing the problem, which is a verbiage that we've used is kind of, can be confusing because we're saying don't human size the problem. But what that means is don't diminish the problem. So it's comfortable to you because God, there are going to be all kinds of problems that you can't fix because you are only human. You can participate. But if you are trying to human size the problem so you can fix it in the moment, you are trying to make it a size that's comfortable for you when it's not. And often that is damaging to others and missing the bigger picture. And so when we understand what we do have control over, which in leadership may be giving direction, it may be it's caring for people, it's bringing vision, it's bringing people along, training them, but we can't going into another concept that's related to this, we can't manage what's going on inside of them. We can't make them want what we want, like Zach was saying. And we can't manage, we can help affect the space between others, the team, but we can't control that. The only thing we can control is what is going on inside of us, which is the human space. Yeah. And if you don't know how you tend to show up in a room, ask people that are close to you. Like, I'm fully aware that if you're listening to this, you ha- may have different awarenesses of how you show up, whether you show up too small or too large, like that just, uh, are you the one that prefers not to be seen? Like some of that is natural. Like I'm more of a listener when I'm in a room of people. Like, so I'm naturally going to mm-hmm. not dominate in the speaking. Uh, but there's, but just ask, ask people like, 
Yeah. I know someone, they show up in a room, it's like, all eyes on me. Uh, <laughs> you know, and so if they asked me, I would definitely be able to tell them, like, you do this over human size thing. Like, yeah. Well, I think there's yeah. a caution to that too. Um, and I'm processing this. I don't have premeditated <laughs> content here. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I think there is part of this finding like your GPS location, I will say of you is you have to figure out you too. Cause sometimes people who are not speaking or comfortable not speaking, that may just be their natural processing. It really depends. And correct me if I'm on the wrong track here, Zach, depends on what the motivation and why, why you're showing up that way, because we're very different in our, how each one of us is created, like what, how we process either verbally or internally, externally or internally, you know, if we tend to be more fluid in the way we, you know, share things or rigid and all that kind of stuff, then there's numerous other personality types. But I think that's really important too, to figuring out how you personally show up human size, because knowing your personality, but then also more in this conversation, more importantly, evaluating what is your inner critic saying, what is the anxiety inside of you? What is the motivation behind how you are showing up? Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Like, so I'm a verbal processor, but I'm also a deliberate processor. So it's a little slower for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a natural listener in that room. And so I will be less than a majority of the room. Like that's just like, I'm not going to be the one speaking up first. And so that's me showing up my human size, Zach's human size to a room where mm-hmm. like Crystal, you know, being on a team with you, I know, you show up a little larger just naturally. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and so like, that's not you not being human size. It's not me not being human size. That's us actually being human size, which will look a little different. That's why we're doing a right. podcast together, right? But where where it does lean into how you show up more than human or less than human is like when I get anxious, I'm more likely to react or to um, speak more, like to, to even yeah. speak without thinking. And I, I don't, I think you maybe go both ways depending on the room, but um, you know, some people might really bend towards, I'm just going to shut down, which is withdrawing yourself from the situation. Yeah. Like not to add complexity to it, but I'm going to say it. anyways. <laughs> like uh, for sure, I'm very hierarchy aware. Um, mm-hmm. And so I will show up differently depending on where I think I fit in that room. And, so if I think I'm at the top of the food chain, I'm going to tend to be show up larger than human size. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. And so if I think I'm at the bottom of the food chain, I'm not going to say anything. That's terrible. We're not eating each other. Like, I don't know what's, yeah. what's that, what I'm even talking about there. But um, just naturally functioning, I see the hierarchy. If there's a key leader in the room, I'm going to do what I think they're wanting me to do. Um, yeah. That is my natural bent. And Ma'am, maybe this is just a confessional podcast. <laughs> yeah, it is. Let's get let's go confessional right now. <laughs> let's just <laughs> process it. I was thinking I I I show up differently. So this is why I'm thinking about this right now. Cause I when I feel like I have a responsibility and people are like I'm a person, a capable person in the room and I have a responsibility, I think I'm more anxious and I show up bigger just because um, I feel like I need to fill that space. Or if there feels like there's uncertainty in the room, I have that rescue mentality, um, that that protector rescue, which really comes out of anxiety a lot of time, not that it's a bad thing overall. But but when I'm in a room like with the capable life training where I'm very comfortable and I'm learning and I feel very just at peace 
Um, I don't feel like I need to share. I, I retreat, I think possibly in a healthier way where I, I feel comfortable and only feel like I need to share when I actually feel like I need to share. And when I'm in the other rooms, when I feel uber responsibility, I think I overshare because I feel like I need to, to carry it, which mm. can be, a, sometimes you have to carry it when you're a leader. If you're the facilitator of whatever, a project, a team, you're the leader, but I, I know I speak too quick in those rooms. And there was a really cool side story to that. Like when we were in The Capable Life, um, I was sitting next to Steve Cuss and I, my chair was back and we just happened to sit and he was in a couch and he said, well, why don't you bring your chair up and I'll bring my couch back and then we'll, we'll sit here as peers. And I was like, oh, that was like just a really thoughtful way to express that. He was just trying to make the circle cool. even because we were all in a circle. But I thought that was such like a, um, a great way to set the tone for the meeting for those because yeah. he was the leader of the meeting for the rest of us so yeah that's good and since this is a leader podcast like our like team responsibility is to be human-sized ourselves because it makes mm -hmm. it safe for other people right so like yeah so even on this podcast where we're doing this together the more calm i am right it mm -hmm. helps positively affect you Mm -hmm. And the more calm you are, it positively affects me. And we watched that happen at that the retreat we're talking about. Like for me, that first day I showed up less than human size, right? Until I mm -hmm. blurted out the question because I was afraid I wouldn't. And that's one of the ways that I become Practiced. human side and practice is I I'll speak up first. Otherwise I'll um not. And so mm -hmm. uh, but as the retreat went along and I got comfortable and I felt safe. That it was less than 24 hours. That was not a struggle for me anymore. Yeah. Um, and so, like, just to know as a leader, like, you can positively affect other people in your room and make help them to be less reactive by being less reactive yourself. Yes, absolutely. And so, as we wrap up this um, episode, I don't know. We've talked a lot about it. I don't know. We may have because we've talked a lot. I'm not keeping track of what we said. Um, yeah. <laughs> but have we quantified <laughs> what it is to be human sized in any form and why we call this the human sized podcast? No, we haven't. Uh, okay. Yeah, you're going to have limits. You're going to have the way God wired you. Like that is human sized. Yeah. Like, yeah. All your limits, all your that like perfection, that's not human sized. Like, yeah, having Eating constant approval, approval yeah. right? Yep, that's not human-sized. Um, controlling your entire world, not human-sized. Amen. Right? Can I amen that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, the Let's see, being there for everyone in need, not human-sized. Jesus didn't even do that. Uh, and so yeah. those are some ways where we are, we try to not be, um, right? Yeah. yeah, that's perfect. You nailed it. Good job. All right, I passed. <laughs> All right. So this, like we talked about, perfection is not the goal. It, it's just to remind ourselves we're just human. And so mm -hmm. you're going to fail forward and that's all right. You got this. Thanks for being with us this week on the Human Size Podcast. Join Zach and Crystal next week when they talk about growing at a healthy human-sized pace. Now go have a great week.